You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Uh, are we rolling? Yeah. Sup, Edward. Sup, Tom. How are you? You tired again, mate? No, mate. I feel like I've got like Your some... eyes are like weeping. Yeah, like hay fever back. It's like a, I feel like I've got hay fever. But I've, I've been blasting this shit up my nose for like fucking the last month and it's sort of been going. I thought hay fever was behind you. Thought you turned a I turned thought a corner. I thought I'd turned a corner as well, and I've just you know what? It's nowhere near as bad. Certainly not as bad, but it's like nose runny, eyes itchy, fucking that sort of shit. And I'm just a bit like, ooh, where you come from? Is it is it different to hay fever? Is it the shingles coming back? Don't. Don't put that out in the universe. We don't need that. I've been pretty good with fucking ailments wise. Basically since hand, foot, mouth, which was this year. Yes. Start of the year, March, April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like our third show and I think we were doing Kempies and I, had to, I couldn't do it because I was fucking shingle. Well, I think it was April. Hand, foot, mouthed up. Um, I will say this. Psoriasis. If we're playing at home as well, get that fucking Hello Sport bingo out, baby. Dave, maybe get that up and just start marking shit off if we do it. Okay. Yeah, but I also don't want to lean into shit. Like, you don't show us what... No, no, saying. don't show us. Yeah. Just you do it by yourself and then you just let us know. Don't, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to fucking try and do it, but I am actually talking about psoriasis, which yeah. I remember I'll, is a I'll thing. I'll yell out when I get bingo. Yeah. yeah. How many do you need for bingo? Don't know. You just need a row or, or a column. Okay, right. Um, so... My psoriasis has been getting worse. And I was like, fuck, dude. Like, I was always cool with it. Like, obviously, it's not great having it on your fucking face. But I was, like, manageable. And, like, on my legs. But, like, I'm also, like, I'm not... It doesn't, it doesn't make you feel self-conscious or anything like that. I'm not fucking overly concerned. You whack some coconut oil on there and you're all good. But then it started to, like, branch out. Like, I imagine how, like, a nature sort of overtook the Aztec sort of fucking kingdoms and shit. And how they would retake cities if we were to leave. If we were to leave, exactly. There's like some docos they roll out every now and then, like, what would happen to the world if humans left? And like, nature shit just, falls apart. And then nature just claims it all back. Yeah, nature claims, nature claims it back. Pretty quick as well. Like, way quicker than you'd think. Yeah. And I'm, I felt Have like- Have a go at some of these, you know, abandoned Olympic venues, like in Beijing and Athens and shit. Like, nature's fucking- Nature doesn't fucking waste any Nature's time. Nature's getting... calling it back. Yeah, and that when was Athens, two thousand four, not that long ago. Not in the not in the bloody. Get some of those photos up of abandoned Olympic things, please, Dave. We won't be putting this in the podcast because we have a very busy day, so you won't be able to necessarily see the. We might put photos. one or two in. Maybe we might one put one or two in. No videos. No That's videos. That's a ball ache. Yeah, we'll no put videos in maybe today. a couple of pics. Let's try and not watch videos. But we'll get back to that, Tom. So. I've noticed that the psoriasis started like creeping up my fucking arms and shit. And I was like, oh no, dude, I'm getting claimed. I'm just going to become like a human scab. And they yeah, could be stressed, lack of sleep, whatever. But you can see like a bit of it, nothing crazy, but like it's there. But it was just like, oh, what the fuck? It's now on my arms. Mm. Oh shit, it's getting up here. Anyway, I don't know if this is a cure-all because I've only been doing it for a few days. But everyone had been telling me for a while, my mom sister-in-law was like dude vitamin d not just like getting the sun vitamin d but like supplements 
pump the fuck out of them. But isn't getting in the sun the best form of vitamin D? Uh, but it's not the most concentrated. It's like however much you're getting from the sun, I think you can get way more from like in a just one big whack by mm. like just fucking having a bunch of tablets. Um, also good for COVID if you believe what people say. Um, anyway, I've only been doing... So this is on Saturday. It was like they, they were raised fucking things on my arm. And then I got home Saturday. Did you at any one point think to yourself, I may be reclaimed in my entirety? That's what I was concerned of. I'm going to be because reclaimed. Because where does it stop? Comes up the arms, comes up the legs. And then, and then all of a sudden I you felt are... One, I felt one on my back. Like there's one up here on my fucking just rapidly developing biceps. I'm and then all like, of a sudden you are... I'm a human scab. Well, you're a human scab, yeah. And I'm just like, fuck me. There are people out there who are sufferers. I stand with you in solidarity. Not in front of you, not behind you, right next to you. Yeah. Holding hands. Holding hands. Fight, fighting the fucking, fighting this thing head on. Anyway, uh, DM us if you want the specific, but just go look for fucking vitamin D tablets and have more than they recommend. They're like, have one a day. I'm like, how about I have three? How about you, how about you try that on for size? Mate, you may as well have four or five. You just piss out the excess. Exactly. Whatever your body wants. It'll take. It'll take, and, and then, then it'll piss it out. Yeah. So there's no issues there. I did read there are some meant to be some side effects, but I'm like, from what I understand, it's not but that But you're hectic. staring down the bar barrel of becoming a human scab, yeah. literally. Yeah. I'd be hosting the show with a human scab. Yeah, Tom you would. be no longer with no, us. No, no, no. I'd have to introduce you as such. Yeah. So I think that, fuck the recommendations. Just pump it. There's a bit more going on for you. Yeah. But it was just, I was buoyed to see how that, like, within three days, those things had gone down. And it's not like I'm necessarily, like, there's still, you can see them and shit, but, like, they were raised. And I was like, fuck, like, you could scratch them off. And then I have actually heard that, that the sun great for. I knew the sun was great. I knew the sun was great for it. I've, you know, shout out to fucking La Nina, we called it. Um, sun hasn't been out, but just having, like, concentrated vitamin D pills. Are you as concerned as I, Tom? Yes. That we may not see yeah. the sun for some time? Mm. It's only now that I'm in the thick of La Nina and it's doing the damn thing that I'm recalled to past summers where it's literally... Fucks everything. Overcast the whole time. Yeah, and muggy. So you don't get... You just don't get... Like, at least I can deal with muggy if the first half of the day has been piping hot. One, and then in the Arvo, the mug comes in and then you're uncomfortable. Can I say this, Tom? It's not allowed to be muggy in December. I don't think, I don't think it's allowed to be muggy in, in January. Well, not if February it's not. historically is the only month I'll put up with the mugginess with. You're always going to get mugginess no matter what. But you don't get it in December usually. No, you still get the mug, dude. You still get the mug. I don't think you, you do. Just get, you get Arvo mug. It's when the storm rolls in. Not that, you know, you, usually that's when the storms roll in in summer when it's a non-La Nina period and you have a nice piping hot day and then in the Arvo, whatever happens, heating, cooling, cumulonimbus, fucking all that shit. Before you know it, it's muggy as, as all hell. It's like a goddamn sauna. Pisses down with rain, that's relief. The worst thing is when it's muggy and it doesn't rain, you're like, please God, just rain. So the fucking mug. I don't rain. like being in no man's land. Either I want sun or I want rain. Torrential I rain. I don't want it overcast. Apparently it's meant to be... I don't want it overcast ever. It's meant to be... Uh, we're meant to get some... If you're at least living in Sydney. Apologies if you're not. But it's meant to be Rainbender City uh, in the next couple of days. 
I've heard that. Yeah. And the forecast, which is never right, suggests it, which makes me think maybe it won't be. Maybe it'll be great. Maybe it'll be sunny. Get the sunscreen and the towel ready. Maybe unbelievable. So I suppose in a roundabout way, just in summation, Tom, mm. are you telling our listeners, loyal listeners, they are, yeah. that they need to start getting some vitamin D into the, into the belly? If you have psoriasis... Again, I'm only three days in. I'm test you. I'm a test pig dummy, whatever the fuck it is. Crash test dummy. Test pig dummy. Sure. Um, but early signs are good. Would you ever consider a career in vitamin D production, Testing? manufacturing and sales if this all goes belly up? Or maybe like a little side hustle for you? Well, Eddie, look, because, you know of the esteem and regard that I hold you in and also because I would only look to directly market to the audience that we have painstakingly built one by one year after one year. By one by one. One by one. Dribbler by dribbler, dribbler on dribbler, year after year after year. I feel like it would only make sense to cut you in on any psoriasis-based I was hoping you'd say that because yeah. I've got some ideas yeah. and some thoughts. Yeah. It'd be, I mean, we're stronger together in this sort of situation. Well, think about the before and after photos we could do. We let, almost need to let you... Let me get real bad. Get really bad. Yeah. Like, onto the verge of, like, holy shit, look, where's dude, my you, dad gone? Look, you can still do my legs. Like, yeah. they don't look great. No, they don't look great. But they I want, I want you on to be on indeed. the verge of being taken over. Yeah, right. Like, so, like, unrecognizable. The last sort of stand. Then, bang, Hello Sport Vitamin D tablets. Working title probably won't be it, but you get what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah. I don't know. Peas and later, Vitamin Ds. P's and vitamin D's. Perfect. There we go. We probably just need something that's like vitamin P's and D's or like, you know. Well, maybe there's vitamin P and vitamin D. Is there a vitamin P though? Because there is a vitamin D. There's also a vitamin K. Is there a vitamin D? No, is there a vitamin P? Uh, Yep. Nah, not really. Flavonoids. And what do they do? So you could technically flavor the vitamin D tablet. Flavonoids, sometimes called vitamin P, I found in lots of different fruits and vegetables. They ha- might have benefits. It might they have. They might have. Yeah. What would they be? What are the potential vitamin P benefits? Do we go right up to vitamin Z? Is that like a, is it an alphabetized? I mean, it is alphabetized, but. I could go back up. Flavonoids aren't. Flavonoids are a large group of plant chemicals naturally found in many foods. They are sometimes also called bioflavonoids or polyphenols. Okay, not helpful. Sure, go down to types of flavonoids. Eating flavonoid-rich foods may help lower your risk of chronic disease, dude. That's chronic. That's what this is. Go down to types of flavonoids. Lettuce, tomatoes, onions, kale, apples, grapes, berries, tea, red wine. We can put that in a tablet. We can. I tell you what you don't want. Tomato is not good for psoriasis, I believe. We'll take that out. Take that out. Kale would be good, wouldn't it? I'm sure kale would be good. Kale's a superfood, I think. Yeah, they, I've I heard that. I don't like kale, but I think it's a superfood. I tell you what, dude. I put up with it. Steph will make, uh, I think she does this anyway. She makes this risotto where she'll put kale in. It's the only way I'll eat kale. And I'm like, holy fuck. Kale in the right setting, you can, you can get around. I'll say this with kale. I think it's overused. Oh, fuck yeah. I think it's overused. I think people have become obsessed. It had its moment, though. It, it, they've come obsessed beyond fucking comprehension with kale. Now, I understand that it's good for you, but enough's enough. It's not nice enough to be so prevalent. 
No, it's just not that good. Like, I mean, let's it, it's healthy, sure, but like, let's just keep a fucking lid on it. Just go back up. Sorry, David. Uh, stop there. Six main cases of flavonoids, flavonols, most sodium flavonols. Uh, lower risk of heart disease. Okay, so we could just go. Sorry if anyone heard that on the mic. I may have just passed wind inadvertently. Um, we'll know how it smells when Eddie reacts. I apologize again all this talk of flavonoids. We could just like have grape, you know, like if you want these vitamin D tablets or vitamin D gummies, mm. you know what I mean? You make these things so you don't just have to fucking chug them back with a bunch of water. Well, you want to make them nice and tasty. Well, you could chew on them. You know what I mean? Here you go. Incentivize the punter and the dribbler to eat them. Like, you know. So we're saying vitamin P and vitamin D. Yeah. The P's and D's. Yeah. It's like it's a morning ritual. Yeah, and you just get up, you pump to help you be the best version of yourself. Yep. Lower your heart risk of heart disease, boost the immune system, fuck off psoriasis. Yep, and other lower inflation, uh, lower inflammation. Not inflation. We don't know that it'll lower inflation, but look, lower. It might. Sl- hey. slow, slow down, David. Lower inflammation. Slower. Lower inflammation, act as antioxidants, lower cholesterol, lower fat levels in the blood. What the fuck? Those are flavor knowns, not flavor uh, We can get some of I them in. Yeah. Look, we're getting a bit technical. All we do we know We just is- want to be able to see pass on the health benefits to the punter and the dribbler. Yeah, but that, that, refor- that requires you and I getting into the lab. Yes, it does. Doing the, doing the best we can to you know, supply the highest quality product to the punter and the dribbler. I'm excited. I'm very excited. Okay. I might now be a baron of fucking uh, vitamins. 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 Vitamin baron. baron. Which we, we didn't think we were going to do walking in here. Well, today. Blackmores, I'm like, dude, your time in the sun's up. Yeah. You know what? I get it. You tried to be like, hey, let's be as bland as possible to try and make it seem like we're legit. But it's like, you know what, dude? People want a bit of pizzazz with People their want a bit of passion in their lives. Yeah. Well, I'm going to bring passion. We're going to bring passion back to vitamins. Yeah. Because. It- you're acting all sciencey, and I'm not buying. I'm it. not buying it. Let us be sciencey. Yeah, <laughs> we're more sciencey than you, Blackmores. Yeah, of course. Oh yeah, cool, Blackmores. I bet you fucking, you know. Look, I don't want to accuse Blackmores of anything, but I'm just saying, like, if no, we no, no you, you can accuse them of this, of being bland, yeah. and being plain Jane, yeah. I think that's. I fair. think we can. I, we can accuse them of being boring as shit. I think that's fair and reasonable. I think we can equally accuse them of not being on our level. Vitamins aren't cool. You know what I mean? Like we we want to make vitamins Not cool. Yet. No, that, that's what I mean. Like we want to make vitamins cool. Not yet. It's cool to make to eat vitamins. I'm sure you can fucking chuck a bunch of shit into a vitamin gummy as well. Like I also want to put something in there that's gonna help blood flow. Penile vitamins. Not not. I'm not talking. I'm just talking. So you you know. Just so you you're like, feeling great right about yourself. Are we already diversifying the brand? We've obviously got our our, our foundational offering in vitamin D. Yeah. P's and, and I'm D's. not and I'm not saying this is a Viagra P's and D's. Far from it. I'm just talking about something that makes you feel vitalized. Great. Yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? No, that makes sense. Just something you like. You're just like yeah. yeah. The organs are going to dopamine, that. just flying around. Are we making pingers? <laughs> Mate, do you reckon that we could get that through with, our, pool, with our pool at the highest level of... Not pingers, oh, but like... Vitamins. That release dopamine. I think there might actually be some. 
like there's do- or maybe it's like dopamine enhancers or dopamine replacement. Maybe it's more dopamine replacement if you were to be using it up, using it up on a weekend. Then here is if you if you spend your weekend binging on dopamine and yeah. you need to replace it during the week. Yeah, if you're yeah. just bumping fucking huge amounts of dopamine over the weekend, <laughs> allegedly, then you can have dopamine like uptake and uh, hit whatever the fuck. It, I think it's like something where it helps you like get it back. Does all this make us sound intelligent? It must. It must. Because from where I'm sitting, we sound like fucking geniuses. We sound very smart. <laughs> Let's just say this, Eddie. Christmas around the corner, isn't it? Christmas is around the corner, Tom. It's actually it's probably a great time to bring this up because mm. Christmas is around the corner. I was only saying to you before this podcast started that December gets crack and gets into its work next week. Yeah. When December rolls around, what does that mean, puns and dribblers? It means Chrissy. It also means the year's pretty much over. In fact, well, it is. When you hit December, like when December... The year's won, over. It's a write-off. It's yeah, done. It's over, but also you're basically already in January. It's just... It just flies. It, like that. Why is it like that? Because your fucking days are chock a block. You can't breathe in December. There's so an element where I'm like, why the fuck does everyone want to... like? Everyone wants to not do everything. Like, it's like, oh, we're all, you know, no one's doing work or anything, but it seems like it's just so fucking busy. Do you know what I mean? It's well, so... Be, I have, I've got no, more on in December than I have at any other time in my entire life, and I'm actually feeling a little stressed about it. In terms of what? Work? Everything. Well, yeah, well, you and I, we've got a bit of everything mixed in there. But that's the thing about December, is that work doesn't stop because people go, fuck January is basically here and no one does a goddamn thing in January. January in Australia is a complete write-off. Yeah. It's a complete write-off. No one does a fucking thing. To the point where I was talking to someone the other day at the boxing who'd been living in uh, America for a while and apparently it pisses them all off if they have anything to do with Australia. It's like, you fuckers take all of January off. It's funny. And we can't get anything done. It's they funny. don't fuck that way over there. They get like two weeks of holidays. Well, yeah, Christmas isn't their holidays. There's a spring break. But they only get two weeks a year for Christmas. We get like four weeks is like you're, 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 you're right as an employee. Oh, like from work they yeah, only yeah, get yeah. two weeks off. That's like the baseline. That's what, that sucks. It's funny though when you they think They take about, like a day or two off over Christmas, go home and then fucking back to work. Back into it. And then it, but day, yeah, Christmas doesn't have the same years. connotations. Some of their summers, they have fucking summer breaks. So like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like it's, that's when they have their time. But it would be annoying. Well, I think it would be annoying that if you go home for Christmas and you're there for like two days and then you gotta go fucking Nah, you think about Christmas to them probably more like Easter. It'd have to be. Yeah, it's just not a big... Like, it's obviously a big deal Christmas, but it's like, I have a couple of days off and then it's back in a fucking... They're very religious, way. Yanks. When it suits them. When it suits. Now, you, yeah, I think I think the Easter example is pretty good yeah. one. What I would say when they're like, they hate how Australians take a month off of January, I now immediately have realised and empathised with our Chinese friends, our Chinese counterparts, who I'm pretty sure literally when we were dealing with them for stuff last year it's like i don't know if it's all of february or something but it's like if you don't have shit sorted with them before like fucking end of jan or like basically anything you need from them by the end of the jan they won't even fucking talk to you till march yeah chinese new year i think runs chinese new year that's what it is yeah yeah it runs for a while over there it's like a month i think it uh but i think it was my like five or six weeks yeah it was a long time and credit to them i get it we get it. They get it. Hey, do what you want. 15 days. 
It's a 15 day festival. Oh, I think they stretch that out. They stretch the fuck Based out. Based on our dealings with them last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they tack a couple out. of weeks. They'd be like, you know, oh, I'm going to take some annual leave here and then some on the other end and 15 days. Fucking. Um, that was when we were novices in the merch game and we got uh, a number of P's and D's hats and we sold every single one of them. And then we didn't count on we the didn't fact count that Australia fact that Post sometimes fuck things up. Yes, so. But we're new men, we're better men. We're kings of merch now, so we know what the fuck we're doing. On that note. On that note. On that note. On that note. It is now late November, early December. I'm guessing if you're like the rest of us, you haven't got anything for your loved ones for Christmas or for yourself. Mm. Because it's important to get yourself a gift. Self-care, equally important. Fit your own mask before you fit someone else's. That's exactly right, Tom. Couldn't have said it better myself. Well, as luck would have it. Fuck, it's lucky. As luck would have it, Tom and I have been hard at work for the punter and the dribbler. We've been together. in the bloody warehouses. We've been sewing and fucking throwing. We've been sewing. There are a lot of late nights sewing. Yeah. Tom and I have got pretty good. Um, and we've come up with something pretty good, I think. An offering. Or An offering. Sorts. A stocking filler. A summer... Staple. Yeah, a summer staple. Something to get around in from... I'd say early to mid-December to March, April, May, June, June July, July, August. August. You, you could wear this year round. You could wear year round. Are we telling them what we're, we're dropping? Uh, there will be a, obviously the hat that Eddie's wearing right now, if you're watching on YouTube, that's, uh, we haven't got an official name for it, I guess. It's, uh, it's obviously, a, it's an HS, it's a Hello Sport cord hat. Cords, in, cords. In like a girl. cream? Yeah, cream. Is it the HSP cream? HSP cream? Or is it like a beige? It's I like, was a beige like a tan. Tan. Or a tan? Summer tan? The summer tan by Hello Sport. Bang. <laughs> summer tan. Yeah. This thing fucks. Yeah, I'll tell yeah, you yeah. what, I wear this out and about just to uh, get heads turning, yeah. punters and dribblers. The amount of compliments I've got is beyond count. Yeah, I mean, there's so many head turns. We've almost, we thought about opening a chiropractic office because we were like, fucking people's necks are just... People's necks are fucked. Yeah. Ella's neck is completely She's, fucked. There, everyone's rubbing every she can't. She can't help it. It's her favourite thing we've done. Some people that, might like? ask, why aren't you wearing yours, Tom? I'll tell you this and I'll tell you why. Tell them. I was getting out of the car the other day and I was wearing it and then I, or I had it on and took it off in the car. It was sitting next to me on the uh, passenger seat. As I was getting out of the car, I went to put it on, noticed that a huge, huge bird shit had happened. Pigeon, had Pigeon bird, ibis, who knows? A bird shit on the top of the hat. Obviously, I couldn't wear it covered in bird shit. But I also realised that there is an inherent luck to bird shit. And if I was to go and wash that off, then I'm spitting in the face of luck. So the poo remains until we sell the hat. The hats until we fucking get it going. Till the hats are sold, the poo will remain. Why? Because it's a good omen for all of us. Yes. It's a good omen for all of us. The bird could have shit on any hat that day. <laughs> on any hat it wanted. It could have shat on the fucking ground. It could have yeah. shat on a seat. It could yeah. have shat on some bloke's head. It didn't want to. No. It had its eyes on one thing and one thing alone, punters and dribblers, and it was the Hello Sport tan, the summer tan. And that's what it's shut on. Yeah. And if that's not a fucking great sign for all of us, 
then I don't know what is. Yeah. And and it's shit like right on the dome. Like I didn't know. I'd been pooed on. I didn't know. It was dry by the time I saw it. It could have been on there for fucking there ages. You, go. you want proof that it's a head turner? Now you got it. Birds this are thing, shitting on birds it. Birds are shitting on this thing. It's so hot. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Now giddy up because now, they're coming. Now we've also got a T-shirt that we can't show you right now because we don't have it with us. But let's just say... We'll have it tomorrow. We should have it tomorrow, but we won't have it to show them tomorrow because we're not recording tomorrow. No, but I'm just telling them that you and I... will have it tomorrow. We'll have it tomorrow. Yes. Now, the T-shirt itself, I think we just maybe... It's our first ever T-shirt. Well, we've done one with Bloke, obviously, and that, I mean, the Beer Soon T-shirt, which, you know, changed the way people looked at T-shirts and the T-shirt business. Well, T-shirts have never been the same. And T-shirts themselves talk to other T-shirts saying, holy shit, did you see that bloke? Hello, Sport Collab. They've changed the game for us. They've yeah. raised the bar. I now have to be better as a T-shirt. Mm. I need to lift my game. I yep. need to go to new heights. Yep. Well, guess what, motherfuckers? This shirt bests that one. We're like The Rock every time he releases it. a new fucking shoe. I hate to say it, but... This might be the greatest shirt of all time. I think this is the greatest shirt of all time. Someone who was wearing one of the bloke Hello Sport collab shirts on the weekend, he was wearing it whilst I showed him the new one. Oh, really? And he goes, I want to take this one off and put that one on. And that's no disrespect to the one I'm wearing. No, it's, it's like just... it's just it, The pursuit of greatness never stops. It never stops. It never stops. Our pursuit for greatness, Tom, never stops. And that's why we need to raise the bar and release or manufacture a, a shirt so sublime, so mm. uncompromising in yeah. its quality. Yes, exactly. Uncompromising. Uh, un unapologetic. Yeah. Now, all I'll say if we give you a clue to what the shirt's about, I'll just say this. The last dribble. <laughs> yeah. I think that's all it needs that's to be That's all said. it needs to be said. The last dribble. Dribble. So basically what we're saying is if you're like, oh shit, what do I get? My brother, my mum, my dad, my sister, my dog, my auntie, my stepdad, my fucking uncle, my cousin, my, cousin. my neighbour, me, fit your Myself. own Myself. What do you get yourself for Christmas? Look after yourself. Pleasure yourself. Yeah, pleasure yourself. Whack off to this thing. Now all we're saying is know that now you might already go, oh, okay, sweet. Well, this is coming out in about a week or so, so we'll be good to go. Like, so just we're basically we're saying... Your Christmas shopping plans have been solved. You don't have to do anything. No. If I was you and I was playing smart footy, eyes up footy, mm. I'd probably just get a combo for the entire family. As in, we'll just go summer tan, last dribble, summer tan, last, last dribble. dribble. And if you've got like, maybe you've got, you know, three sisters and a brother, I'd be getting four combos. Yep. I'm a dad, five, six. Yep. The cousins. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, maybe thirty combos. Yeah. You're done. Your shopping's done. You don't even need to go to Westfield. You don't have to go to the mall. You don't have to go to fucking Centro Dubbo yeah. to fucking fart ass about going, what should I get, Arnie Jill? Fuck Arnie Jill. <laughs> I know what to get her. The Hello Sport tan, the summer tan, into the last Jill. Bang. Yeah. Now Jill's a winner. Yeah. Jill fucks now. And Jill loves it because everyone's looking at her in the street. She well, never had this much attention in her life. Well, not since she divorced Gary. And then, you know, she's a single mum for a while. And it's just sort of, it was a tough time. Now she's wearing the last dribble in a summer tan. And yeah. Jill's getting into some work yeah, now. Yeah, Jill's fucking again. Yeah. She hasn't fucked for 35 <laughs> years. Heaven forbid. It's been a long time for Jill. But now she's a, she's got a groove back. She's found a mojo, <laughs> baby. 
Jill's back. Jill's back in a big way. In no small part, in fact, entirely as a result of the fact that she now has uh, a Hello Sport summer tan. Yeah. yeah, and now she's drowning in Toy Boys. So, yeah. congrats to Arnie Drowning Jill. in dribblers who are like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, baby. Their heads are snapping around as bang, Arnie Jill bang, walks down the bang, street. Bang, bang, bang. Now, punters and dribblers, I don't want to have to say this, but I'm going to have to say this. We don't have unlimited supply. No, we, we don't, don't fuck that way. No. Why? Well, because we can't be fucked to fucking send out shit into perpetuity. It's probably the long of the short. Well, I mean, we're busy that... boys. Listen, we got lives to live. Sorry, we've got listen. Like you know, listen. Is there is there like a couple of million units? Potentially, but they sell out in what five days? Four Punters days? and dribblers hats. Okay, I'll let you in on a little secret. Here's Punters secret. and dribblers hats. The black and white cords. Guess how many we got? Two and a half million. Two and a half million we got. Yep. They're all gone. All gone. They went like that, like hotcakes at Macca's Sunday morning, 9.30am. So what I'm saying in a roundabout way is, yeah, we've got millions of units, but that doesn't mean jack shit. I mean, we get our DMs absolutely molested by dribblers going, where are the punters and dribblers hats? They ain't ain't They're gone. Now, do you want to be the one who misses out on the Hello Sports Summer Tan? Surely not. Do you want to be that guy? Do you want to be a pasty loser without a summer tan? Dude, you can't be that guy. Like, if you're going to get through summer, La Nina summer, as a pasty loser without a summer tan, Dude. you are all... That's it. You may as well stay at home. Yeah, no, you might. Yeah, well, cut, your, cut your fucking genitals off as well because you may as well be a eunuch because no one's going to touch you. You, don't you need, won't need them. Cut your dick and balls off. Say goodbye to those. Say goodbye to them. You won't need them because you're a loser with no summer tan, playing the shocker of your life. Yep. And we're sorry to say, and then you're diving into our inbox. Have you boys got any left? No, bro, we don't. I told you. We told you. And that's look. Sorry to sound aggressive with you, but we we don't want we want the best for you as well. No, no. I'm just trying to convey there is a sense of urgency when it comes to this thing. Yeah. These things aren't going to be up there for years. No. They're not going to be up there for months. They'll be up there for days. Probably. Maybe, maybe a little longer. Look, if the bird poos anything to go by. One Which day. What do you mean? Sold if out anything to go by, yeah. it's everything to go by. That's why I'm conveying urgency to the punter and the dribbler. Yeah. We've got a summer tan sitting at home at Tom's house. It's been shit on by a bird. <laughs> okay? These things are going to go, and you've got to be part of it. Be a part of history. Yeah. We've never done a summer tan. We haven't done a summer tan. We've also never done a tan. Well, again, a we solo done our own HSPT. This is the first Hello Sport t-shirt. Mm. The very first. Mm. Be on the right side of history. Make smart decisions. Make smart decisions. So anyway, that keep an eye out. That'll be next week. We'll get some shit out to you. You'll know. You'll know. You'll see it. Um, but it'll be fantastic. Summer tan, last dribble. You're welcome. Eddie, disappointing news that broke yesterday afternoon. Our good friend, friend of the show, Manly Seagulls, uh, front rower. Josh Alloway has COVID. First NRL player in COVID. At least Manly's the first one to have COVID. Like first team, first player to have COVID, right? Well, I may as well lead the beaters into battle. You know what I mean? Like, fuck it, we'll do it. Yeah. Soft cocks. Follow us, yeah. losers. Yeah, give it to us. Yeah. We'll oh, no. We'll fucking do it. Oose. Give me some COVID. Now, I don't know if he's vaccinated or not, but I also am glad that Dave do some research into it, but training isn't back yet, is it? Depends if you're a loser or not. The Manly boys are back December 8th. Unless you're a, a young buck trying to make it in this world, trying to fucking impress the coaches, yeah. 
you know, the maybe, big boys. Maybe you, maybe you're on a train and trial. Maybe you're under twenties last year. Maybe it's your first time in the fucking first grade setup. That's or maybe you're a fringe train. first grader and you're like, I want to... Yeah. And you're I a wanna, yo-yo. You're up yeah. and down. You're up and down. You're the one back at training. I want Des to know off. that I'm serious. But the big boys, the big thickies, they're back December 8th. Yeah. Yeah. So the good news is uh, he hasn't... Uh, yeah, he hasn't been in contact with any of his Seagulls teammates because he's not required to return to training till mid-December. Come and on. he was double vaccinated. Double vaxxed as well. Yeah. Come on. Well done, Josh. Um, Can I say this? Without knowing the setup, when was the fight supposed to be? December twelfth. Is that a short like? Like assuming that it's just like a bit of a fucking how's you going cold? Couple of days off, back in the ring. I'm one hundred percent with you, but Do I you know think I mean? that maybe it's a thing of like how it was long. Like a biohazard. I wonder that. Like, could you not have maybe even just specifically in this COVID world? You know how like in the uh, in the UFC they have. Um, so it'll be, you know, McGregor Poirier to fight. And then Michael Chandler is also preparing to fight and he's going to make weight and he's just there in case one of them pulls out with injury. Yeah. And then he comes in. Like, could they you have to do that for the mega fights because yeah, there's so much money. There's so much so. money in it. Mm. I, I mean, it's obviously smaller, smaller scale, not much smaller. But like, could well, you have. I fucking beat his dick, bro. Could you have a. Um, <laughs> could you have a. Um, could you have some another leaguey there just fucking getting ready in case something like this happens so that we're not robbed of the fight of the century? Sure does Josh Reynolds fucking frauds directs Misso against that other model chick just move up to the main event. They haven't cancelled the whole thing, have they? No, they're looking for a replacement for Gal. Yeah, exactly. Where's Willie Mason at? Is he still throwing? Mace is back training with the doggies, actually. I don't think that he's going to be much chop for Gal, though. I think Gal fucks up any former league that he comes yeah, up but, against. Yeah, but what I'm saying, now I'm just looking for, like, you know, giggles. Punching bags. Giggles. Yeah, yeah, yarns. Bit of, hero, bit of you know, bit of history. So Nate Paul, Miles? Nate Miles. Now we're fucking talking. Nate, do you want a shot at redemption? Yes or no? The he's, offer's there. I imagine Nate saying, fuck no. Well, Nate got pieced up the first time. Yeah, he's before also Gal seen, was even training. He's also seen Gallon go fucking eight rounds with Australian heavyweight champion <laughs> and Justice Hooney. Like, Jesus Christ. Justice beat the shit yeah, out of Yeah, he Gallen. did, but Gal was in there copping every blow. The most <laughs> a fucking psycho. He's a psycho. He's a psycho. I don't think there's many people that would want to fight Gal. The only fight I would really want to see, this Josh Alloway one intrigued me because Alloway is apparently a motherfucker. Apparently throws down. And he's our boy, obviously. But I would have wanted to see, the nation wants to see, we all want to see, yeah. Sonny Bill Williams Gallon. Gal said that. He if, goes, if that fight doesn't happen in our life, I'll be very upset. Well, it's the Floyd Mayweather Pacquiao fight of just, our time. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. That is the, that'll be. It's almost a bit too short notice, though, because I think you want to give you want to give that thing build, build up. up. You want him to go do press conferences, Gal to talk shit. I don't. I, I can't understand. You know when McGregor and Mayweather fought, and they went around to like the you know the big cities yeah, of the world. All the, the, yeah, I think they do that, but go around to the the, 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 the towns, the cities, the RSLs of so, this nation. Yeah, the RSLs. We got to go to. Can you do Dave, an RSL tour? Can you Google Dave the biggest RSLs in the country? How many we'll, RSLs are there? In Australia. Oh, there'd be a fuckload. I think you want to just go to no, the no, big ones. I just want to know. Okay. Just to get a feel yeah, for it. Yeah, to get a vibe of if it's possible. Can it be done? Yeah. Uh, the Rudy Hill RSL is the biggest. Okay. Well, that's the flagship. That's the flagship. That's the last one. Yep. Um, do you want to know how many? Yep. 
And then I want to know the top 10 biggest so we know what we're doing on our RSL tour. Like, where are we taking this? I think it'd be a 10 stop tour of the, of the, of the 10 biggest RSLs. Uh, there's about 520 licensed RSLs. Yeah, that'd be too big. That'd be too much. I think that'd take a, over a year. Well, you'd be doing more than two a day. Yeah. It'd still take well, a year. If, well, yeah, exactly. If you're trying to get it done inside a year, you're doing a fuckload. Probably just doesn't, have, doesn't it's not necessary to do 500 no, RSLs. I, I don't think so, Tom. I'm just sort of shooting the shit. Do we? I friend. think I like the idea as well, Eddie, of these RSLs. If there's you too have. many. There's, I think that there's too many in Sydney there. You're going to have to spread it up. Yeah, that's all right. If we just go 10 best in Australia, or you're saying they're all in New South well, Wales? Well, like you've got Kirribilli, you've got Collaroy, like, you know. Phillip Island? Okay, Wagga, Cairns, Phillip Island, St Kilda. Caloundra, Rudy Hill, that's six good ones now. That's six Yeah, but we've got a fair few New South Wales ones there. I think you go, You want to try and spread it around the nation, well, that's all right? right? It's a very populated state. I mean, that's a good point. And I guess there was rugby league states, but it's a, it's a national fight. I can't, the lights are obscuring it for me, but... I like the Phillip Island, though. That's the, down in Tassie, isn't there'd it? There'd be one in Darwin, seven. Cairns, eight. One in Brisbane, nine. Perth, ten. Perfect. Well, what about the center, the red center? And Uluru. the Alice? Maybe drop Phil of Iron, stiff shit. Well, well, I mean, I St. Kilda, one or the other. Fucks and Kilda off. Fucks and Kilda off. Look, they need to be dribbly as well. Yeah. Well, Phil Iron's dribbly. That's MotoGP yeah, shit. It is. And it's an island. Love an island. Dribbler's full of Dribbler's islands. Dribbler's fucking love islands. They love islands. Um, Australia's full of them. But what I am saying is. That would break all the records. Yeah. Like, it'd be Chock Who after that. You know what I mean? Oh, God, yeah. Chock Mundane being the pay-per-view king of Australia. Yes. This one's, yeah. This would is, be dethroned. Gal Sonny, and that's not an exaggeration, definitely the Mayweather Pacquiao of our time, but you don't want it to become the Mayweather Pacquiao of our time in that it never happens or it happens way too late. Or it doesn't happen on time. It happens late. Yeah. On time. Yeah. Late time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We need this thing to happen. Not now, obviously. I think Gal, we just give him... Listen. What's the problem? What's the holdup? What's the holdup? I don't know. they're not getting any younger. This is an opportunity for a plumber to come in and fucking just earn a bit of coin here. Scrap against Gal. Get fucking pumped. So you're saying we go to the plumber late? I think we turn to a plumber here. Yeah. A plumber of note. A plumber to fill the... Plumber to step in for Josh. Stem the flow. Stem the flow. With a plumber. Yes. That's that meme where the guy's slapping the fucking sticker on the thing. Yeah. Galloway fight. Almost, out. you know, pay-per-view at risk. Plumber. plumber. We all know it. Punters drill. We, we, know know. we know the meme. Don't pretend like you don't. And while that hole has been plugged with a plumber, someone surely needs to be sitting down with Sonny Boy Williams. I'm surprised Coda Nasa, who's his agent, I think, still isn't like, bruh, let's get this thing going. It is the biggest fucking payday of those two blokes' lives. Like, basically, they would make in one night what they made in their entire careers. Sonny was New Zealand heavyweight champion. Yeah, he was. I'm, I'm just like, why hasn't this fight happened? What's the problem? What's the holdup? I don't want to say this because I have a lot of love and respect for Sonny Bill Williams. But? Is he scared of Gal? Well, if the fight doesn't happen in the next 18 months... I think that you can almost unequivocally say that that's exactly They the would case. get paid so much fucking money. Think about the, like, the pay-per-view would be actually good. Gal, it would be genuinely good. Gal, Sonny Bill Williams is a 
global superstar. Well, Sonny's over a million Instagram followers. How many gal got? Not that you'd be pulling in global eyeballs, but like... Uh, you might pull in a couple, Eddie. What are you talking about? But Let's you, be honest. Well, you're getting all of New Zealand. You're getting all of Australia. You'd sell it as such. Trans-Tasman. Fucking, you know, the old foe versus... The old it's, well, it's, it, well, it's just fucking leaguey v leaguey. Australia versus New Zealand. Australia versus New Zealand, leaguey v leaguey. Yeah, but you're, there's nothing wrong with riling up a bit of national pride. Oh, fuck no, Eddie. I'm with you there. Absolutely. Fuck the Kiwis. Even though, look, you know. But, yeah, but for this occasion, fuck them. Well, we're fucking, we're gal. We're team gal, baby. We're team gal, don't you worry Better about believe that. that. Imagine Northies on fight day. <laughs> you want to talk about a heaving fucking joint? Oh, baby. Yeah. That wouldn't be stopped in Northies if Gal got up, ripping and tearing. Well, I wonder whether Northies is insured for a Gal win <laughs> over Sonny or just a Gal win in nah, general. Nah, I think you just write it off. You just go, fuck it. But don't you reckon they'd be insured for something like that? They go... I don't think, I don't think, I don't think anyone would underwrite that. No one would touch it. Because it's guaranteed to fucking... If Gal wins, he's a big chance of winning. Place burns no matter place what. Place burns no matter what. Can't be stopped. Yeah. You'd have to turn the sprinklers on. Maybe they just had the sprinklers running at Northies for the full gal fight. Yeah, for this the thing, There's no way this thing's catching fire. All 12 fire. rounds. Yeah, all 12 rounds. And have like have it fucking flanked by fire. He's just blasting it with a hose anyway. There's like, no way this thing's catching I fire. I like that idea. Just have the hoses going. Yeah. You know, if a couple of tables break and a few windows, that's fine. Just need the, <laughs> structural, it, in, just need the structural integrity of the building yeah, to be yeah, maintained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you seal the doors as yeah. well, so everyone inside suites, nothing's going to flood. Carpet dries. Yeah. Carpet dries. Rip the carpet up. Carpet Mate, dries. if it's a difference between the whole place burning down and, you know, a couple of windows and a bit of fucking, you know, minor water damage, mm. I think I know which one I'm taking if I'm the owner of Northies. Mm. I mean, let's be honest. Tell everyone to wear boardies. Fucking, they're all wearing boardies anyway. It's Cronulla. No one's wearing shirts. They're all in thongs. That's a great point. You fucking just come from the beach anyway. Everyone's soaking wet. Yeah. And, and, and all you do is you just baby-proof all the corners because obviously it's going to get violent in there because yeah, they're all fucking... That's right. Just baby-proof everything with like some like, you know, soft things on yeah. corners of tables and fucking yeah. maybe you get that playground mesh on the floor everywhere. Make it like a jumping castle. In the food section, instead of pumping water through, could you pump gravy through the sprinklers just to make sure that everyone's fucking... That everyone's lubed salute? up? I don't mind that, Eddie. I also think that's a good way, you know, like when a dog's fighting and they stick a hose up its ass? Yeah. If you just like fucking pour gravy on cunts when they're fighting, I think there's a couple of things. They probably are confused. Mm. They're also slipping over. There's no way to get your footing on fucking gravy. They're also hungry now. They're like, fuck, I could go for a feed. I could actually go for a feed. You don't got any chips. Do you want to go for a feed? Shake Sorry, hands. boys. Shake Sorry, hands. Boys. Now we're off. Now you're making smart decisions. All because there's gravies in the sprinkler. Now, that sounds stupid, but is it really? Is it actually stupid? Is it really? Is it the worst idea Is it as heard? stupid as it sounds? Is it as stupid as it sounds? The other thing I'm um, sort of has convinced me that maybe you need to look at putting sh uh, gravy in the sprinklers is this, punters and dribblers, is this. Tom and I have been sent a disturbing number of images taken from punters and dribblers who are with friends that are tackling a schnitty and chips with no condiments, none. None, dry. And I'm not even talking about a salad that's got some balsamic on it. I'm talking about chips and schnitzel 
dry. You cannot bear back a schnitty and chips. Not in this climate. I've seen it. And blokes are like, this bloke's sick. I'm yeah. like, he's beyond sick. I don't know how he's you sitting next to him. He's been a straight jacket in a fucking home. That how bloke. are you sitting next to this person? How do you know him? That's disown your friend's territory as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Disgraceful. Mm. Now, if that prick had been sitting under a schnitty sprinkler, a gravy sprinkler... Was that like an emergency like glass break? If you see someone without a fucking... Without any gravy on their... Break the glass. Break the glass, emergency. hit the button. The gravy goes off. The bloke now has a, gra- uh, a schnitzel covered in gravy. He tastes it. His life's changed. Yeah. He's a better bloke. He starts helping old people cross the street. He doesn't make that mistake again. You know what I mean? He does not make that he mistake. He becomes again. a better human. Yeah. Starts going down to the soup kitchen, feeding the homeless. Yeah. Becomes a better man. Yeah. Now what Finds is this, a lover. What is this? Well, we hope so. He would find one. He probably would. Yeah. There's no way. I, he, I promise you, he, he hasn't got one now. <laughs> I promise you that. No. Nah. So what does this all mean for Gal? <laughs> what does this all mean? Well, I think we've said it, Tom. But if you want me to surmise, we need to get a plumber in there. Get him fucking worked into the ground. Block the leak. Plug the leak. Yeah. Work that prick into the ground. Dominate him. Then he goes, turns to camera. Sonny Bill, stop being a soft cunt. Come fight me. I'll fight you wherever the fuck you want. Don't be a dog. Yeah. Let's make that bang. Then we, you know... We get to promoting the biggest fight in the history of boxing. Tom and I obviously lead that. We'll promote the fight because there's no one better. We go to the 10 biggest RSLs in the land, spread equally across the land. Yeah. The fight's a fucking hit. And all these, we put gravy in the sprinklers, drench the punter and the dribbler so that if they do just think of fucking fight and they don't fight, then they lick each other and they kiss and they hug. And now it's sort of erotic, but they're also hungry. No, but it's platonic though. It's It's platonic. It's sexual about it. Get your mind out of the gutter. This is about protecting northies, which is, you know... I don't is, know if it's heritage well, it's listed. Risk. It should be. Well, it would be heritage listed. By this stage. Yeah. I think that's where Todd Carney pissed in his mouth. Like, I think that's why it's Dude, heritage. it's heritage listed. If you go to the council, they're like, yeah, no, we can't. you got to run everything through us because Carney pissed in his mouth here. Um, so we obviously want to protect that. That we know. We want to protect northies. And we're going to protect it with gravy. Yes. And fireys on the perimeter. Yeah. And then, Gal, you and I ringside at the fight, info for... Or Shetland Pony. I don't know why you keep saying that, but you do. So I'll put it in there for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, put it in there. We've got a big... Shetland Pony for fucking yeah. undefeated. Tom and I have got a massive bet on Gal. Gal wins, and then we all go home happy. Well, Tom and I don't. We go yip and yahoo, but everyone yeah. else does. We, I also don't mind us commentating the fight. We Well... Ringside at the fight. I think it would be a, a, a round summation. So instead of like calling it live, which we couldn't do. Well, we could. It just wouldn't be good. It'd be shit. After a round, how did you see it, Tom? Yeah. What are you seeing? They should cut to us. The commentators go, yeah. all right, now we just need a round summation there from Tom and Eddie in yeah. furs ringside. Yeah. Gal fucking pumped him. Yeah. Gal working the bike. Mate, if it doesn't get out of the first round, we're fucking paid for no work at all. We're paid as, you know. Well, we just do a, a recap. Yeah, we just do a recap of the fight. Well, that went quick. Yeah. Another plumber down. Thanks for the 10 mil. See you cunts later. Yeah. That's what needs to happen. That's the only way I see, you know, Australian boxing moving forward in a positive way, in a positive manner, in a positive light. Also, shout out to George Cambosis Jr. Fighting this weekend against Ortiz. Lopez. Lopez. Lopez, Lopez a, a short price favourite, but that means fucking nothing. That means there's value when George wins. George is paying six bucks to win either KO or by decision. He's paying 14 for decision. Like, bruh, get on that. These are little fucking, these are tiny little garden gnomes punching each other. Obviously, they can knock each other out, but 
it means that there's a chance that they won't knock each other out. So decision could be jam. Could be jam. And people would be like, oh, yeah, but he beat Lomachenko. Exactly. Lopez beat Lomachenko and he was paying about what George is paying now. So it can be it done. It can be done. History repeats, bruh. Yeah. History repeats all the time. Mm-hmm. So if you're not doing anything Sunday afternoon, fucking put that on. Yep. Support it. Support an Australian doing some some nice work. I, I think it's 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 also important for us, and we did talk about it with Kempi, but uh, Arabella Del Busso of should have been cancelled long, 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 long ago fame, but somehow isn't fame slash probably would have been fucking locked up if she was a man fame. <laughs> uh, she is fighting on the undercard of Gal Plummer we assume, but uh, against some pommy model. Now, obviously, as a nation, we all exhaled a sigh of, like, disappointment when Big Josh went down with the vid. But I am... The light, the silver lining, the fucking thing that's keeping me upbeat is that we get to see ABD, Arabella Del Busso, ADB, Get to throw hands. Is she the greatest Australian female boxer? Well, I haven't seen a throw. I haven't so I seen anyone say else, though, either. Well, it's a good point. So, based on that and that alone, probably the best. She's probably the best boxer we have in the country. Certainly the biggest. Also, one of the biggest pieces of shit, which is a nice fucking... Well, it's a nice dovetail it's into a nice this dovetail. story. It's a We've nice got a dovetail. massive piece of shit. Yeah. She also boxes. Yeah. Best boxer in the country. Mm-hmm. Piece of shit. Yeah. Fighting someone else. I tell you, I said this last night on, with Bloke. I, her, her, her longevity has to be respected to some degree. Well, her ability to, like, I mean, her head movement to avoid fucking cancellation. Yeah. Oh, you trying to cancel me? You trying, trying to cancel, cancel me? me? Trying to cancel me? Trying to cancel me? Stiff shit, motherfuckers. I'm back. I'm co-main now, baby. Whoops. I'm, I'm on like, SAS. What? Channel 7 paying me money. Did you Keeping even me f- fucking relevant. You even box? And she's yeah. like, how do you know I don't? I'm like, fair point. That's Get a great point. I don't. I'm not... I'm not following female boxing as much as I should. Bang, That's probably how she got a start. She's, she's like, I want to fight about on that, that as well. And they're like, do you even fight? She's like, how do you know I don't? They go, well, we don't. That's a great point. She goes, point. well, there you go. Yeah. I'm a prefer- she, no, she just lied again. She's like, yeah, no, I'm world champ. Like, really? Hmm. How do you not know I'm world champ? Well, sorry, we haven't, we haven't paid as much attention to the, the Australian stiff female shit, boxing. Stiff shit, you're sexist. Bang. Yeah, sexist. Cancel you now. She's trying to cancel them. <laughs> they go, she's, fuck it. Give her the fight. you got to give it to the old she's a She's pretty good at the old wool pull. Allegedly. I don't well, know. She's got away with it. Well, I don't know if you have to. Time. I don't know if you have to keep saying allegedly with her, or whether it's like because I mean, do you know what I mean? Doesn't hurt to throw one in. I think it's always <laughs> doesn't hurt. Does not hurt to throw an allegedly in there, punters and dribblers. No. Saves your skin. Well, I think it's just if you know, it needs saving. We don't know if it needs saving. We don't know if it needs saving. But if but it does, I think you need to say allegedly just in case. If it does need saving, is that Dubai we're looking at there? I don't know. Don't know. Doesn't matter. Dubai loves dredging up sand to build fake islands, don't they? They I'm, do. And, I'm and sort of. I'm, also, I'm sort of like, okay, that's cool. I get it. But like, could you just build it on like the fucking land that's just there? Could you build it on the land that's there and just have like a nice coastline? <laughs> like, I get it, looks cool. But apparently, there's like fucking no infrastructure in these buildings. Like, plumbing's fucking completely. Can you just Google Dave about the infrastructure in like some of these uh, like Palm Islands and shit in Dubai? Like. To give context, punters and dribblers, we're looking at like, you know, those sand islands that they've built in Dubai, you know, the the world, which I don't think ever got off the ground, and then like the, the palm yeah. tree. And they shit look like amazing, right? They look incredible. I wonder if the water's even nice to swim in. But 
They're also sinking. They're sinking, which is not surprising to anyone, right? Like the whole concept, it's built on sand. They've got to keep, they've got to constantly like dredge up sand to, these things aren't. Permanent. No. Which again, of course they're not. They're sand. You want to talk about nature retaking shit, sand's the first to go. Mm. Sand's the first thing nature takes. Listen, you can't depend on sand for shit. Sand is unreliable. You want to try and build someone sand? Sand is just wishy-washy. Oh, I'm blowing over here on the current. Oh, now I'm over here. Oh, I've been dredged up. Now I'm an island. Not for long. Not if the fucking, not if a big storm hits, I'm gone. Sand is flaky as fuck. It's never on time. Not it's reliable. It's always rocking up late. It's yeah. not reliable. Steal your misses. Sand's a cunt. Yes. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I hate to say it. Looks good. Yeah. Not bad to lie on. Not great to lie on, but not bad not to lie on. Not bad to lie on. Not great to lie on. You know, it hangs around. Yeah. Doesn't know when to leave. It's a lingerer. Sand lingers like oh, a motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, it lingers. And it gets into places it shouldn't. And that can be a problem. Can be a massive problem. And now you want to start building and islands you, on yeah, it? Yeah, but, but you, you, we, know, we know all that as human beings. We know what sand's capable of. We know what it's, what it's up to. We know it's dirty old tricks. And yet they've decided to build on it. You what? know what the Chinese are doing? They're dredging up sand as well. And they're like dredging it under like little rocky outcrops in the middle of the like the Chinese. Oh uh, yeah, South China Sea. South China Sea. And then building full on like airstrips and shit. Artificial islands for industrial and military purpose. Yeah. Far less zhuzhi than fucking Dubai, isn't it? It's a little bit more sinister and etch. Yeah, Dubai is more like, look at me, I'm rich. Yeah. Where China's like, yeah, we're going to put fucking planes and nukes and shit here. Yeah, we don't really care if it sinks because we'll just move all the shit and we'll just build another one. Like, it's not, we're not, you know, you can't get a fucking hand job in an indoor ski resort on this fucking sand island. Exactly. In the middle of summer, you know what I mean? Yeah, nah, not here. Not here. Now nah, this is about, this is about airstrips and nukes and fucking. Yeah, global domination. Global domination. And they're looking right at us. Tell you what, it's probably. pretty impressive. It is impressive. But I mean, they're also just stealing the idea from fucking Dubai. They're just making it more scat. Well, that's exactly right. That's like, exactly what they've that's a nice. That's a nice fun idea, Dubai. What if we were to put nukes in an airstrip on there? And they're going, well, I mean, yeah, that's not really a point of it. They're okay, good imitators. Going. Yeah, they are. They're great imitators. Shout out to the Chinese for the ability to imitate existing products, and ideas, to, and patents. Yes, They've stolen that from the Dubaians. They have. And I don't know... Don't know you, if that's the correct... Dubians? The Dubians? Dubanese. The Dubanese? Um, Dubanese. Okay. There you go. So the Dubanese came up with the dredging of sand to create the artificial island, but they did it so that they could look rich and powerful. Yeah. With, which they are. Flashy. It was, was to, you know... Pomp and pageantry. Pomp and pageantry. While we're on the, the the fake islands, Dave, can you get up the world island? Like, have they is that world sand island thing? When that first was getting world into islands. its work, when it was like being promoted, I was like, "This is amazing." I yep. did not know this was a thing. Really? What? Yeah. What is this? Dubai made fucking islands it's supposed in the to be the world, world map in sand. Yeah, sand just for fun. Uh, no, I think well, they're, they're supposed to. Well, look, look. Yeah. Oh shit! Have they only built on one of them? That's so sad. You'd be so lonely. I imagine being the one that bought it and you're like, oh God, I'm just dotted in the middle of this. Oh fucking... my God, he went first he went and first. no one followed him. That's oh, always the that's danger of being the first. Nightmare. Yeah, dude. 
And so look, that's it. So the palm's good to well, go. I the, mean, it's good-ish. There are people on it, though, I think, the palm. I think the palm's pretty much, like, booked out. Can you please, like, I know I just, uh, just check. Look at that. That doesn't, that's, that's pure shit. Yeah, it doesn't look like the Look at Asia. Or, Asia's a mess. <laughs> Asia is a mess. Where? Europe, Asia, complete shit it's show. It's a shit show. Look at Africa. Oh, that's a mess. I don't even know what I'm looking at here. Well, that's South America. Where's fucking Australia in that shithole? Far right. Absolute donkey show Dude, over that's there. Australia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Antarctica's like one line. What the fuck is... What's top right of Australia? What's that supposed to be? Japan? Oh, that's a mess. Japan's far too big. Dude, Japan's massive in that one. Oh, it's a complete shit show. Um, Look... Annotated with existing developments. There is two show houses and heliport. That's all they've done. And the Royal Island Beach Club, Lebanon Island. Can you please, Dave, look at the, look at the Palm Island and just see if there's like, like, I'll just look up issues with Dubai fucking islands, like, because there's something about them where it's like, obviously, that they're Yeah, but it's going to come up with the sand thing. Which well, if it's, I mean, if it's coming up with the sand thing, then that's all we got. But like, I'm talking infrastructurally speaking. Like, I feel like they're just, like, something to do with, like, the, the plumbing. Well, they wouldn't be plumbing. That's what I mean. It's like, they're all just, like, it's like they've got to come and have these trucks come and ferry all the shit out yeah, of the yeah, fucking Yeah, they'd places. have septic tanks that would be emptied. That is so fucking ridiculous. And then they'd also have fresh water tanks that need to be filled up, mm. I imagine. Plumbing, yeah. Trouble in paradise, plumbing problems hit Dubai Palm. Here we go. 2011. Oh, okay. Manly won that year. I mean, listen, that looks like a utopia if it, it were It doesn't look like off. that. No, it doesn't. That's an that's a artist's rendition. Can you get up as well then the Palm 2021 just to see what it looks like now? Yeah. Talk about fucking not putting photos in. We've gone hard. Yeah, look, this might be one of those things where you just have to look it up yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a we got Christian Welsh right after this, so we don't really have time to. Well, we've got Christian Welsh right after this. Mm. Does that not say it all? Yeah, surely so, that says enough. That says enough. Does that say it? Surely that says enough for you dickheads. Yeah. Here we go. Oh God! It looks like nature reclaiming something. Is that it? Oh, uh, down the right, middle right, up. Right. There, there, there. Look. It's coming along. Is that it? That's it. That looks pretty cool. That roads looks... That all looks relatively above board to me. Mm. Would you say, Tom? You've got to call it as you see it, Eddie, and we've been hanging some big old poo Go on Go this... That's, see, that's fake. That's fake. Mm. That's fake. That one there. That's fake as well. I just imagine that the like the pollution in the water from all of this building and dredging and shit is would be relatively. I'd also say this to the Dubonese, and I say this with the greatest amount of respect, mm. but I think it needs to be said. Yep. If you're looking to dredge up sand from the bottom of the ocean to create these fake islands, to create some sort of utopian experience yep. for wealthy people, you got to put in some trees. 
because otherwise the vibe's not right. No. Trees and foliage change an environment. They change the vibe like that. Mm-hmm. It's an ambience, it's a shade, it's a vibe. And I'm looking at this island and I'm seeing fuck all yeah, in terms of plants and trees. It's just a sandy nightmare. It's just sand and now it looks hot. And yeah. I'm like, how do I get out? How do I get out of this heat? <laughs> how do I get out of this heat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could be like, well, go inside, not the same. Or get in the water. It's like, sorry that this fucking lukewarm pollution juice is not exactly. That water right. wouldn't be nice. We all know it wouldn't be. You're probably no. you're probably pumping shit out the back door into the water. Yeah. I don't know that for a fact no we're like, assuming a lot of things here what but happens like, if okay what happens if the septic tank overflows yeah what happens then what if you have a torrential downfall i don't know i'm just i'm just playing the cynic here i'm playing worst case scenario yeah, it's gonna be like that lake burley griffin in fucking canberra right? exactly just, right dude that's got real lake burley griffin vibes i don't think that looks pleasant to swim in and there's no trees and i'm just saying that even after getting out of the water let's say the water's nice you get out of the water you want to lay in a hammock under a tree you don't want to fucking sit there and burn it's hot as shit in Dubai, dude. I'm not seeing enough foliage. How I'm not hot does Dubai foliage. get, Dave? It'd get 50s, Tom. 50? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. And that's in the shade, punters, dribblers. That's where you got to take temperature from. Six foot up or four foot up, I three foot was, up. Yeah, I thought it was actually quite low. Three foot up in the shade, bang. Yeah, not six foot. Okay, 43. Exceeding not, 43. Yeah, right. But like, I, I, I was in fucking Coogee once and it was 46 degrees. I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, but that's rare. Oh, yeah, it's rare. 46 oh. degrees, I've never been in in my life. I was like, how the fuck is this in Coogee? Mm. In fairness, not three feet off the ground in shade. I was in my car, but that's even worse. Yeah, it is worse, but, it, that's that's not, but that's not the temperature. No. That's not the temperature. So, shout out to Dubai. Yeah. Um, if you want more advice on what you could do better, trees. we are here. Trees, trees, trees. Trees, stop dredging, build on the land. More longevity in that. There's longevity in land, not in sand. Longevity in the land, not in, in the sand. sand. That's probably the quote for the show. Now, on to our friend behind us there, D or Dave, caused quite a stir yesterday. Caused quite a stir. Quite a stir online. He got people pumped up. He got people fucking, he got people yapping, got people angry. Now, David, mm-hmm. we know you to be uh, a far-left Antifa member. Yep. Card-carrying. Card-carrying. You know, paid my dues. Um, you're also the chief, editor-in-chief at the Hello Sport Herald, which is, you know, uh, a responsibility bestowed upon you. It's also fast becoming the preeminent place for... Dribble and yarn. Written dribble and yarn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fucking Instagram. massive. It's growing. It's growing big time. Now, Dave, you know, we, we let you... We, we give you a bit of rope up there, don't we? we? We let Dave just fucking rip and tear. We trust Dave's instincts as a, as a, as a journalist. Sometimes, Dave, mm. you know, he goes a little hard in the paint and... <laughs> potentially- Yesterday, he went hard in the paint. <laughs> Yesterday, Dave went hard in the paint. Uh... Sent us through an image about Egg Boy. If you don't remember Egg Boy, he was the guy that egged. He was the boy. That egged. That egged a politician, which was great And content. then got punched by him. And then got punched by him. And then got like fucking a million followers on Instagram. And everyone was fucking like down with Egg Boy. Us included. This show included. It would seem now Egg Boy and anti-vaxxer. 
if you believe the fucking the news cycle. Dave was like, yo, Egg Boy's in the fucking news. Let's do an article on that. Like, love that, Dave. Love the Egg Boy angle. Dave, upon reflection, maybe had a little bit of a political agenda behind his Egg Boy article and basically said that anyone who is an anti-vaxxer is right-wing and... I don't think that's what I said. Well, it's not necessarily what you said, but it's how it sort of came across. Because you said that he was an anti-vaxxer and now basically one of the people that he used to despise who was the right-wing guy that he egged. So it was inference. I didn't say he was the people. I said he was standing alongside those very same people. I would say that's, a, that's an inference. Well, he's allowed to defend his views. Correct. You are allowed to defend your views and I, sh- I will give you the floor. How did you feel about the response that you got there, Dave, from the uh, punter and the dribbler, the riling up of the... Of the not all of them. It was overwhelming and great, and I enjoyed every second of reading it. I think <laughs> did, I was liking most of the comments that were against me more than the ones for me. Did you expect to get such an overwhelming response? No, not really, to be honest. Um, I was enjoying it. Some of the back and forth we were having, all in good spirits, of course. Of course. Know, of course, in the pun and dribbler community. We all still love each other despite political views. But, yeah, I, you know, I think there were some things of maybe inferences I'd made that people took too literally. I thought I chose my words quite carefully that I wasn't, you know, mm. you know, I wasn't labeling him as anything, but I was saying, you know, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I thought, I thought it was newsworthy. You know, I think the, sto- newsworthy. No, the story, story is 100% newsworthy. I love the yarn. Um, I reckon it was a great yarn. I reckon you could potentially go with that one a little less ab- around the politics of all of it and more just around the, the life and times of Egg Boy and what a fucking... Mm. Listen, we don't want to dampen your journalistic left-wing yeah, and I appreciate the long road. He is the editor. He is the well. editor. He's so the it's, editor. Up to his, it's his call. It is. Even though we can take the... Even though we, we, can, vetoes, we can end him. But <laughs> <laughs> it was... It was funny because there are some guys in there, there guys and girls, dribblers, dribblets. Um, The response was, look, I guess, you know, you got to make people think in this world. But I would say that maybe we need to be a little more focused on being funny than being too politically divisive. I get that. Do we think that's fair? If anyone wants to contribute an article or any thoughts or their opinions, they're more than welcome to as well. I'm not going to censor anyone's. That's why he's the fucking editor. He's always thinking there. He doesn't censor. If someone wants to write an article saying, well, he does censor. He does if it's terrible. If it's shit. Well, (laughs) that's not censoring as much as just sort of like helping us. Well, it is. It's censoring shit people. That's true. We'll Well, censor shit people. Shit articles. We'll censor poo. No disrespect. Yes. But Pooh needs to be censored almost above all. You can DM the Hello Sport Herald on Instagram. You can. Yep. You can DM, You can email at Dior Dave if you've written an article. Or email Dior at Hello Sport. Sorry, email Dior at HelloSport.com.au. Um, Get involved because Dior's looking for writers. Yeah, we're looking for writers. Dior's looking for writers. The Herald's looking for the writers. The Herald's looking for writers. If you've got an opinion, sporting or not, Send him in. Yeah. Dior will run his eye over it and he'll see if you've got what it takes to make the big time, to play professionally. See Napa signed for Catalans. Did he? Yeah. I was just thinking about him when I was on the can just then, <laughs> funnily enough. Wondering where he was going to go. Sign with Catalans. That's fucking great. Good for him. Good for him, dude. Get over there and get that crumpet. He's still young as fuck. 
Yeah, he's not old. He'd be like 27, 28. Yep. Can you just check that? He is 29. 29. There you go. He'll tear it up. Oh, sorry. We are watching the uh, Redbacks getting fucking pumped by the Bulls. We're just getting older, Tom. I know we are getting older. Which is why I know when you said like 27, 26, wrong. you were. But I know where you were, your head was at. Yeah. You still thought you were 29. I thought I was 29. But you're not. You're I'm 32. not. I'm 32. I'm 33 next year. My mate. You are so close to 40. It's outrageous. Well, my mate, you calm down with that. Calm down with that shit. Rugby World Cup hero Sam Carter, friend of the show. He loves to message me fucking 12.01 on the first day of the new year, January 1. And he messaged me and goes, fuck, dude, you're whatever age I'm turning in 2000. So I'm 34. He like, so on, the, on January 1 at 12.01 a.m., He'll send me a message going, fuck, dude, you're 34 next year. And I'm like, can you fuck off with this shit, dude? I'm trying to ring in the new year with some positivity. Just to do that all yeah, time. every year. I'm like, you're also fucking 34 next year. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what are you doing, you asshole? Uh, um, but that's cool for Napa, man. Like, you go from the Bulldogs, cellar dweller poo bags, bags of poo. Mm-hmm. Over to the south of France, dude. Like, that's also just a great life experience when you talk about all these clubs and like, oh, well, you know, it's like a great life experience to be able to go over to Europe, play fucking professional footy and not be playing in the north of England. What a treat. Well, only visiting there for a day. Yeah, well, that's cool. Like, you have to visit there for a fucking... That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. And then you go back to the south of France, probably living with Mitchell Pearce and just, you know... Would they be bards? Well, yeah, they played the Roosters together. Won a comp. That's true. Oh, not a comp. Napa was... Napa missed no, out on the 2013 no, grand final. There. No, but they were in the... So the 2013 grand final, Napa was playing in the finals or like something like that. But then Cordner came back from injury. Napa went to the reserves. Like not on the bench, like as in fucking out of the side. Would he have two rings? No, I wouldn't have thought so. But I don't know how they dish out rings. So he was, he was in the setup in 2013. He's 29. Yeah. He was young. Like he was it was he was early been days. Nineteen twenty? Eight years ago, twenty one. Yeah. Not not big on math me, so you know, just sort of guess. Um That's cool though, dude. That's cool. Mate, I wonder when he's going. We could try jag him on here before we before he fucks off to bloody. He's a Yana. He's a Yana, you don't mind. Friend of the show. Hogged up. Hogged up. Dude, we love we we celebrate big hogs here. We celebrate hogs, big or small. You just rarely you, you don't see the small ones. You see the big ones. Well, the small ones hide away. The big For ones good come out to play. Big ones like big ones get fucking passed around. They get passed around. They're head turners. Yeah. They're showstoppers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're mouthfuls. Correct. Hope that hope that's helped. Yep. Shout out to Naps. Hope he's well. Wanted to say this quickly as well, Eddie. Um, So we're obviously talking about the new merch, all this sort of shit. Uh, but a dude, we got we got fucking sent a bunch of uh, like screenshots and videos from the Channel Nine show called The Hundred with Andy Lee. Now I must profess to have never seen a second of the show. That's no disrespect. I also don't know what it 
means. I don't know what, what it is. it's about. No, that's what I mean. I know it's called the hundred. That's I what know I know. Andy Lee hosts it. Yeah. I know it may be like a Christmassy show. Maybe. No, I think that was just that one. Right. So it's not a Christmas. Well, show. to be honest, I have no reason to fucking know that. I just think I've got. It doesn't make sense to me to have a Christmas something show. Something in my year brain round. is triggering Christmas. Well, the, it was the Christmas special. I sat through the first eleven minutes to find it, and despite the fact Becky Lucas was on, who's very funny, I don't think I laughed once at the show. What? Becky Lucas is funny. Who's funny? Becky Lucas. She's a stand-up comedian. Right. Is she on it? Yes. Well, like I think she's guests. like they have like yeah. different panels and shit. What's like. the show about, Dave? So it's basically like the so like Andy will ask the three celebrities questions mm-hmm. about like you know and this was a christmas one so it was like you know how many people well the one that the dude answered was the question was like how many people leave out presents for your garbo and so they're like questions that you just like how many people will do this and then they've got a hundred regular people and then you have to guess the percentage of like how many people so the, the talent sense? guessed the percentage of people who yeah okay. and it's out of those a hundred people that right. they're guessing and this dribbler who was in a P's and D's cap is a Garbo and they what they spoke to him about whether he people leave him presents out? Yeah, yeah. So like there's lots of different people and Andy will all of a sudden um, like be like, oh, have we got a, you know, so-and-so, something related to the question, can we pull him up? And so because the question was about do you leave gifts for your Garbos, they were like, have we got a garbage man? And this guy came up. Right. And what did he say? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think what he, without disrespecting him, I don't who gives a shit. It was more that he was wearing his punters and dribblers hat while in the fucking truck. But you just had me interested. For no, a no, I get you. All. Now, we got sent the photo. We put it up on the uh, Instagram. We were like, "Who is this dribbler? We want to give him some free shit," which we will. We'll be giving him all the. He'll be getting a fucking. He'll be getting a summer tan cap. He'll be getting a uh, a dribbler. He'll be getting the works. He'll be getting the works. But his name, Eddie, is Bin Lord. And I'm just like, dude, couldn't have a better name. I couldn't like this guy more than I already do. This dude, Bin Lord, I want to know more about him. I want to know what he's about. Where's he, where's he work? What's his routes? Has he got a good route, got a bad route? You know, even like Garbo war stories. What's some of the craziest shit you've seen in a, in a bin? <laughs> yep. You know you, what I mean? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with, there'd be stories, bro. Fucking oath there would. And no better player, no better way to tell a story draped than draped in fucking. Head to toe in HSP. That's exactly right. Um, Bounced out trackies, summer tan, maybe take this, bounce out trackies off, it's a hot day, put the last dribble on. I mean, you can play it however you want to do it. You can slice it and dice it whatever way works. You do you. But the bin lord will be draped head to toe. And why? Because we're feeling like fucking spreading a bit of Christmas cheer. That's why. That's why. And because Bin Lord is a fantastic name. Um, so shout out to Binny, the official Garbo of the podcast now. Got to say that. He's official. He's the official Garbo of the podcast. He is. We're building a fucking nice selection of operators, aren't we, Tom? Yeah, we are. Really yeah. nice selection. Um, Where but- are we at? Generally, generally, physically, mentally, emotionally. emotionally. Look, looking. How long have we been going for, Dave? Minus the pooing. Um, probably about an hour fifteen. That's pretty rock solid. It's pretty nice, isn't it? We've got that story Eddie sent me. Which yeah, we, which we will get to in just a yeah. minute. Or do we, we'll get to that one first, and then we'll get to the. 
remind us at the end around the uh, Halo Sport bingo. Yeah. But what's the story that Eddie... Um, what is the story, Eddie? What is it, mate? Dave's going to get it up for us. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I've got it here. So basically, um, a eight-mile-long uh, like rock formation that uh, you know ancient tribes have painted on was kind of revealed. They've been studying it since 2016. This is in Colombia. And it depicts all this crazy stuff like humans living among like Ice Age animals. Was this, is this called up. like, there's like a name for it. It's like the, it's like the Sistine Chapel of the dude, fucking. have a look at this. Yeah, dude, I've seen, this is, they call like the Sistine Chapel, the ancients or some shit. Eight like, mile freshay, freshay. Well, eight miles of prehistoric paintings is discovered in remote Amazonia and it showcases animals that are long gone by now. So they were made, it says they were made probably between 11,800 and 12,600 years ago. Crazy. And it was just after the last ice age where some of the like what they call megafauna, like big motherfucking animals were still around. And because this is where the Amazon is now, it was as the Amazon was kind of thawing out, it was like big savanna plains and it was starting to develop this jungle and this flora. So it wasn't the Amazon then as we know it. Right. It is today. It was a completely different landscape. Have a look at the nick those paintings are in. Yeah, they that are, aren't they? could painted yesterday. <laughs> look at that. That is unbelievable. And that's just a rock wall? Yeah, yeah. They said like, and it's it's high up as well. They said like it's too high up for humans to reach. They would have have to have constructed some sort of ladder or something to get up there. Do you think it's funny how? And this might sound like I'm taking in the wrong direction here, but like, and I'm not good at drawing, but how the ability to draw has obviously improved over time because these drawings, with the greatest respect, aren't exactly fucking, pull, you know, like uh, award winning. They are from, but do, do, you, do you understand where I'm coming from? Like the ability to see and to draw and to recreate. Yeah, but these guys were also working with like a bit of fucking red dirt on an end of a stick instead of like a nice finely made paintbrush. Of course, of course. I'm just trying to There's work levels out. To I guess shit. what I'm asking is, it's more of a question. Was this the, the height of art in the time? Like, or is this like just, is this the equivalent of just sort of like, you know, documenting stories and what was going on? Were there people who could fucking draw crazy shit? Like... Yeah, I know what you're trying to say. I understand. I'm not. Completely. It's is not. It's not more, disparaging. I'm a, trying to just work it out. Is like, this more of a documentation, sort of like yeah. writing it down? Yes, because you've seen my handwriting. It's atrocious. It's appalling. If anyone was to come and look back at that, they'd be like, "Is this art?" But also, let me take you down this route, Tom. Very few people I know can draw. I'd very love few. to be able to draw. I can't draw for very shit. few. I tell you a fun game that we play: puns and dribblers every now and then. If you're having a bit of a fucking dinner party, you get out some pieces of paper, couple of pencils, couple of pens, whatever you want to use, and go, fuck, you've got two minutes to draw a house or a dog. When someone asks you to draw one, you immediately are taken back to your childhood. Most people think of when they draw a house as fuck, square, the windows, the sun in the corner, the triangle roof, mm. that sort of shit. Then you're like, holy fuck, I can't draw that because I look like an idiot. I'm a 30-year-old man. I can't be drawing that sort of house. Now, okay, I'm going to try and toss it up a bit, but holy shit, I can't toss it up. What sort of house are you thinking of drawing? Like an apartment complex? You know the ones that everyone drew, like this? No, I'm saying that's all I would draw. But that's what I'm saying. 
That was what you drew when you were five. You're at you 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 were at a you're at a dinner party with fucking other adults. You're like, I can't fucking draw that. I'm going to look ridiculous. But what's funny about it is everyone else is thinking the same thing. Then you get in your own head and you're like, holy shit, what now? Now I've got to try and draw something with a bit of depth. Maybe 3D. Maybe some angles. Okay, like maybe I'm putting this thing on some stilts or some shit. Like maybe some I'm, stairs leading yeah, up into it. I'm going to try and you know be an adult about how I approach this drawing and then when you start doing it you realise holy shit I'm not capable of going 3D with my home no I'm very it's just going to be geometric shapes it's got to be 2D it's got to be a square it's got to be rectangle it's got to be triangle it's got to be flat I can't do 3D now I'm running out of time now I'm all at sea now I haven't even got something I can show the group so do you just revert back to the square the triangle what I'm trying to say is it's a fucking great game to, to play to play because it reminds you immediately of how awful you are at drawing because you never do it. And that's possibly where this so is... So when I see this, mm. I go, you know what? That's pretty fucking good. It's as good as... It's better than actually I could draw. It's way better than you could draw. Yeah. The fact that they could like recognise the animals 12,000 years later, I reckon means they did a pretty good job. I think that's fair pretty point. good. Fair point. All fair points. I guess my thing more was like, is there better than this from these times? Like, is there, do you know what I mean? Like, you never see, like, can we, like, holy You're trying shit. to say, was there someone that stood out from the from the pack? Yeah. Much like we have standout drawers now. Yes. I'd, I think so. Probably. But this is amazing shit. And it's, so it's eight miles long. Mm-hmm. Or wouldn't you love to go to the Amazon? Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, but I would I'd like love to. I'd love to go to the Amazon with, like, a guide who could show me this sort of shit. Well, yeah, bro. I'm not going by myself. Yeah. That's a good point. You know? <laughs> I'm just going to just dump in the Amazon and see how I go. But I also hate bugs and shit. Yeah. The so mosquitoes the there problem. are fucking yeah. nightmarish. And I don't mean hate like scared. I just mean like, although I probably would be terrified annoyed. of some of the shit there. But like just... You mean a, annoyed. Just buzzing. You want to go to the Amazon but retain your creature comforts. Correct. Glamping in the Amazon. You want to glamp in the Amazon. So maybe have one of those like... What the fuck is that? What is that? <laughs> That's Googled not real. scariest animals in Amazon. Dude, Dude look like at that centipede, bro. That doesn't look real either. There Go to that. Go to it. That's not real. That's a rendered video. Oh, no, mate. Longest millipede in the world. What's the fucking be. mouth on that thing? It was like a whale, a whale pig. Yuck. 33 centimetres. And it's and almost a three-inch circumference. That's what I was about to ask. Girth on those things is what's interesting. I don't know if I'd cope well if no. I had a 30 centimetre fucking centipede on What's me. that thing, Dave? That's not real. Uh, it looks like a taper. Is that what they're called? I feel Cause like... Because that ain't real. That ain't real. That's not real. That's not real. That's like a whale's mouth on, an, on a fucking elephant. Yeah, you can't, be, you can't be hoodwinked by the internet, bro. Nah, dude, that's bullshit. That's some bullshit. That is- that's some uh, is that an anaconda? Fuck me, dude. That's crazy. Oh, my See, like, God. Is that real? That's not real either. That's not nah, real. No, that's not real. Can we go to some anacondas, though? Yeah. Go to longest anaconda. Biggest Amazon. anaconda. Because longest is, oh, I guess. Look at the one there. We- no, no, go back. Go back to the fucking one getting picked up by the machine. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's there. The- is that real? Yeah, that is real. Top one. That one's real. Holy shit. That's what's horrible when you see deforestation and shit and you see these big, these these absolute gigantic animals living in there and they're just like... Terrifying 33-foot anaconda discovered lurking in caves near dam construction site in Brazil. You can fuck that yeah. right off. Yeah. Imagine, do, like, I mean, obviously logging and shit. Oh, what's that? There's no way that one. 
to the to the left. No, nah, surely not. No ways. No, no that's not that's real it says shit. found on Earth. Yeah, you're right. You're not standing Good there. Find. What about then back to the left? Down, down. That one. That bull up. That's bullshit. Oh, it has fake literally written on it. <laughs> this one, yeah. Mate. Anacondas are terrifying, dude. Yeah, dude. Terrifying. Imagine getting eaten by an anaconda. I think I'd be more... Are you more scared of an anaconda than a shark? I think so, because they're on land, right? Yeah. Be, there's something about getting constricted... By a snake, knowing that, and then watching it just like look at you, and then no, just you'd be, like, be dead. I think. Well, oh. you would before when it's comes. That makes to, me feel ill. Yeah, but like they're looking at you while they're constricting you, and then yeah, yeah. So you're like looking into its eyes, being like, "I'm terrified. Oh, I'm getting mate. squeezed to death." Oh mate, oh mate, nah, 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 nah. You can fuck that right off. Yeah. Anacondas. No good. But amazing. Like, you don't want to lose them as animals, right? The world is an amazing place and you, they, they should exist. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not in camp, get rid of anaconda. No. I'm in camp, stay the fuck, fuck away, away from, from me. Him. Yeah. Jeez. So imagine these dudes who made these paintings were living alongside fuck off huge animals on land. Like these mastodons. Mastodons. Where were mastodons native to? Well, apparently Colombia. They're big, but they're like, are they much bigger than an elephant? And um, again, I'm just saying like, this ain't that. It's cr they're crazy interesting. Well, I think what's Mammoth cool about is there's this Mastodon living in fucking Colombia, modern day. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's amazing. That's amazing. But just these megafauna, like that's just a big, that's an elephant with t uh, like a hair, a woolly mammoth. That's cool. But I'm, I like those ones where it's like, you see those fucking ones like in well, Australia. Woolly mammoths there on the left. They're like wombats that were the size of cars. Yeah, well, there were giant sloths as well that they also live, um, lived amongst. Are you serious? That's not legit, is it? Well, these aren't real photos, obviously. They're giving you a, an idea of scale, Tom. That's Dude, I wonder if they would have been friendly, those big fuckers. Like, sloths just eat grass and like, well, yeah, leaves it, and shit, don't they? Ground sloths are a diverse group of extinct sloths in mammalian superorder, blah, blah, blah. The term is used for extinct sloths because of the large size of the earliest forms discovered. They're massive punters and dribblers. Look up fucking giant sloths. Because we won't be putting it in the shot for you. Three meters. Long and Nine up to 4,000 kilograms. Okay. But I just wonder whether they'd be like friendly. Because there'd be some of these things that you could maybe not domesticate. But if you're like, sloths are just slow, fucking unaggressive little... But, that's, but you're talking about the tree sloth. Yeah, I'm wondering whether the giant sloth... Yep. Has some of the lazy qualities. Because some of the biggest animals on earth are vegetarian. Yeah, it says in this article that it like most of friendly. these were herbivores and they were actually hunted by the people. Well, yeah, that's exactly it, right? They would have been... They would have been hunted for sure, just these big, dumb, slow animals. They just that. don't try and attack you. Gorillas? Humans hunted giant sloths. Yeah. Wig out. Yeah. Wig out. Like gor gorillas, biggest, strongest, most powerful motherfuckers on the land, almost. Almost. Giant sloths were literally hunted to extinction. What? That's not surprising, is it? No, it's not surprising. That's not surprising. That's not surprising at all. It's like a big, slow, non-threatening bit of food. With that nice would have been good tucker too. Yeah. You go all day on a giant sloth. It'd be fucking lovely hooking into a nice big sloth burger. <laughs> <laughs> Is that us? Uh, yes, before we go, 
the bingo that we've the Dave's been fucking well that was created yesterday as it By was Liam Brennan shout Liam out to Brennan him. shout out to Liam Brennan I think it was an idea on the punters and dribbles page he turned it into uh, the bingo oh we got pretty close what did we get there Dave so we had two I will would just say this which I think one was can I just say this yeah uh, we had a rain bender early on <laughs> um, we had one of the greatest shirts of all time <laughs> we, we kicked off with psoriasis so that was easy yeah um, with the greatest respect I can't remember when that was put in Oh, maybe yeah, to no. Dubai. I think yeah, we were doing yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Eyes up, eyes up, footy. We had as well. Well, it was tough because today wasn't much of a sports podcast. So a lot no, of but we had eyes up footy. I, pl- I said eyes he up. He said footy. eyes up yeah. footy. Um, Dave, we called you Antifa. Oh, that's true. I was distracted. Um, did we have anything else? I've always said that. I don't remember that. That we, we, we had similar something similar to how did we get here? How did we get here? I yeah, said, we had that. Similar, yeah. So we only, we didn't say mainly thirteen plus. Otherwise, we're home. Well, now we got it. <laughs> Bingo. Bang. Bingo. Look at that. We'll fuck you up, short ball, big ute. Fucking big ute. Come on, reach out. Big ute. You can't fucking go a Ricky Ponting into a Tommy Turbo, into a Christian Welsh, into fucking tippy top of the podcast eight without big ute. Like, what big ute, reach out. Big ute, reach out. Anyway, Liam also did the Dribbler Combine. He also did the Halo Sport University fucking course guide. He also, what kicked him off was the West Tigers DMC table. Uh, the West Tigers one? Well, the DMC table. No, the DMC table. table. Yeah. Had a punt. Yeah. Yep. There's been calls. There's been calls. There's been a serious amount of con- contribution here. There's been calls. There's been calls. And off the back of some of his contributions like this, like Hello Sport University, of which there is going to be more to be said on that. I'd say this on Hello Sport University. This is all I'd say. You will be able to win role. Not yet. Not yet. But we will be taking enrolments for our very own university, Hello Sport University. Mate. That's all we can say. All we can say is that universities these days, the university system has gone into the toilet and we're here to fuck. The university system is a fucking disgrace. Yep. Unless you're studying to be a lawyer or a doctor, they're not, they're not catering to the people anymore. No, nah, not what you need. And basically everything you learn is obsolete by the time you leave. Well, that's you what leave with nothing. We're looking at We're change. planning on providing something more practical to the yeah, public. Yeah, exactly. A practical and realistic alternative. But I think what we are trying to say is... In a roundabout way. That we feel like Liam... Brennan of... Going the big lift for the punter and the dribbler fame might, maybe is. In the 11, welcome, you're in the Hello Sport 11. Baggy Grain. Well done, Liam. Well done, Liam. And that's how it's done, punters and dribblers. That's how it's done. That's how it's done. You've got to give back. You've got to give back to the community. Simple yeah. as that. You've got to go the big lift. Yeah. And we'll recognize it and we'll honor it appropriately Liam did that for nothing yeah he did that for the good of the punter and the dribbler and that's why he's getting awarded with membership to the Hello Sport there's one other punter and dribbler who is very close and I almost don't know whether it's worth mentioning or whether you just bring him in at the same time I know that we haven't spoken about this but no we're gonna have to if I just say it and you'll know immediately whether you think it's real realistic or not but I think someone who I've been thinking about for a while who I think deserves it for. Like, what Liam's done is fantastic, 
this motherfucker has been delivering week in, week out for an extended amount of time. Like, he's been in hard yards, hard yakka. The kicking tee dribbler. So he's not in. He's not in. And that, to me, seems like... I don't think that... It doesn't sit right with me. He hasn't done something just like this week. His has just been over a long period of I time. I thought he was in. I know you did. And that you could be forgiven for thinking that because he's so fucking prolific. But I do feel like a double induction. I mean, you know, Tim Payne and fucking Steve Smith were picked on the same day. They were. Lords, I believe. Mm. It happens. It does happen. Rarely. We haven't handed one out for a while. We haven't, apart from Ricky the other day, but that's a different story. Well, Ricky was always earmarked for yeah, greatness. he was always earmarked for greatness. But I think there is a really strong case to be made, and I'm making it. I'm that, hearing it. That we're inducting Liam Brennan of fucking DMC punting table dribbler fame and all this other shit, and the kicking tee dribbler of needs no introduction fame. I'm happy with it. Kicking tea, you got a baggy green, brother. K2 do. Yeah. Now. Well done. Well done, boys. Let you both know that Ricky Ponting's baggy green that he received was the last one we had on our person. The uh, the next batch are being sheared from the backs of merino wool sheep and sewn by the descendants of Don Bradman as we speak. That's the process. It can be not lengthy, but it takes a little bit of time because it needs to be done right. The merinos are hand-selected by Tom and I of the highest quality. Yep. The wool then shipped to the descendants of the Don, woven into the Hello Sport Baggy Grand 11 cap that you know and love. With the original logo. With the original. Well, it's it's, It's it's as is. It's original. Yeah. It's the baggy green logo with the, with the gold trim. Gold trim and the snort and growl and howl and prowl. And <laughs> That's right. Motto on the back. That's exactly right. It'll be sent back to us and it'll be sent out to you. Welcome to the 11. Well done. Welcome, boys. Congratulations. But know this. You now have a greater responsibility than ever yeah. to continue to deliver for the punter. Because the there are block. some, and it's not like you... I'm not pointing. You, no, but there are some that were... Once they get it, they chill. They just chill. They just coast. And I understand. Do Tom and I coast? No, we don't. Do Tom and I coast? We don't coast. No, we don't coast. We keep pushing. And the reason that you're selected is because you bring value to the community. If you stop bringing value to the community, then what fucking good are you? What's the point? You got to keep ripping. You got to keep tearing. It's your responsibility to do so. Yeah. Now, we haven't taken a bag of grain back yet. Especially because we don't know where some of these people live. <laughs> so it's difficult. But if we could, we might. If we could, we might. There's That's what we're saying. Couple, if we could, we might. If we could, we might. So treat it with respect because the baggy grain will respect you if you respect it. Yeah. Makes sense? Well done, boys. Congratulations. See you cunts next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>